Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Tuttle, and you're on episode number seven, which means you're in the second week of this podcast. We're still a newborn little baby boy. We're just a little baby boy, and we probably still have the umbilical cord attached to our stomach. Hopefully that the parents don't pull on it so hard that we get one of those Audi belly buttons that all the kids make fun of. Nobody wants that. But you can email me, Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And while I'm at it, I'm going to get the rest of the plugs out of the way so I can get straight into the content and get it right into your ear hole. So what you're going to want to do is the main site you want to check out is Tuttle.net. Tuttle.net will take you to any of my social media links, YouTube, all the things Tuttle. Go to Tuttle.net. But if you want to see all my videos that I do, TuttleTV.com is where you want to go to. That's TuttleTV.com that directs you directly to my YouTube page. And then if you want to get my daily podcast, which I I just started last week. Go to Tuttle.Podomatic.com. I woke up this morning because I got an alert to a tweet of somebody letting me know, hey, Bills fan Jerry won. That's Bills fan Jerry won. Writes and says, Dr. Dan cut on you pretty good today because you called him out on the gold mic. I was wondering when this was going to come up. But Dr. Dan, I've already won. You're a millionaire. You're a doctor. You're a lawyer. Why are you commenting? on anything from a guy that lives in a place that he titles the Hobo Fish Camp. You're already losing, man. I named the place that I live the Hobo Fish Camp. What does that say about me, Dr. Dan? If you're going to try to cut on me, don't use something that I readily admit on the air. What I admit on the air and share on the air, I'm not embarrassed of. So you can say whatever you want about me trying to commit suicide because I gave up the info. And people are going to be like, yeah, well, what about the anal expansion thing that Bubba made you do? You know what? I bring it up all the time. I talk about it all the time. I'm not embarrassed of it. That was not my choice. I was in a bad situation and I needed the money and I know that I'm not gay. So I am man enough to do what I did for Bubba for entertainment and to get paid. But Dr. Tan, if I ever tried to be a lawyer or a doctor, I hope you would step in and give me some advice for trying to do something that I'm not capable of doing. I would want you to just stop me, shake some sense into me. And that's what I'm going to try to do right now is help you out when it comes to radio, because you're trying to do this whole radio thing. And I thought I could help somebody out. Number one. Yes, Dr. Dan, nobody has taken away all the hard work that you you've put in to become a doctor and a lawyer and to become a multi-millionaire. Nobody's taken that away from you. But do you really think, be honest with yourself, do you think you can relate with Bubba's main core audience? You can't because nobody wants to hear you bragging about what you have and they don't have. They don't want to hear that. People resent that. Yes, like I said, you worked hard to get where you're at, but the people that listen to Bubba, they don't want to hear a bragger. And that's what you become is a bragger. Bubba could brag because he did it in a way where people were saying, hey, that man is showing out, but I can't take him seriously because he's doing it in a very jokingly manner. So the next time you want to brag about, oh, I drove the McLaren in today because the Benz was out of order. Look, use Bubba as a prime example. This has been working for him for the past five to 10 years. Tell your audience you drive a beat up Crown Vic cop car. People even 
read up everything he says because they can relate with him. They can't relate with some rich Italian ass bragging about driving a McLaren into work. Do you realize how many extra bits he's gotten from the rubes that eat up everything he says? The ones that idolize him and look at him as a god because he says he drives a beat up Crown Vic cop car into work. He does that. That's the image that he wants you to see. So take the Bubba playbook. Try to brand yourself and work your way into it. It takes time to be good on the radio, Dr. Dr. Dan, you can't automatically expect to walk in and be a pro. Just like I wouldn't come into day one of medical plastic surgery doctorate school and expect that I could fix some old bat's turkey goozle. No, I'm not going to be able to work on a turkey goozle because I've never worked with a turkey goozle. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, Dr. Dan. Number two, I have a lot of experience with this, especially at the beginning of my radio career. When radio is not your number one means of income, do not take risk. I have lost many a part-time jobs that supplemented me and made it possible for me to do radio, not as a hobby, yes, kind of a hobby, but for me to do that part-time and get college credit and learn, I had to work another job. So you do not want to jeopardize your main means of income. What I mean by that is don't say things you wouldn't want all your other fellow colleagues to know about. Like joking about suicide. But don't get it twisted, Dr. Dan. I'm not going to rat you out. I'm not going to be that person that's going to infringe on your First Amendment rights. I think you should be able to say whatever the hell you want to say. And I'm never going to report somebody uh, for something they said on the radio because I got offended. I'll never do that because I want to be protected just like you should be. And that's why I'm trying to help you out because I don't want to see you get caught up in a mess like I have in the past. So for example, you're a lawyer and as a lawyer, you are a servant of the law. Do you think that those people that you're supposed to represent want to hear you making a joke about somebody trying to kill themselves and wishing that they had a better ceiling fan? No, I don't think that they would want to hear anything like that. But you know what? I'm not going to report it. I'm just trying to help you out, Dr. Dan. I'm looking out for you. I'm going to read you something and this is going to the doctor side since you're a man of many careers. I have to cover everything. Lawyer, doctor, guy that thinks he's a part of the Godfather trilogy, which you kind of do. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put salt in the wound, Dr. Dan, but you do live your life like you're an extra or a main character in the Godfather trilogy and not the first two Godfathers. One and two were great. I'm talking you think you're in the third Godfather. What are the two main objectives when you take the Hippocratic Oath as a doctor, Dr. Dan? One is, namely, to do good or do no harm. Now, do you think the medical board that you get licensed with would like to hear you making a joke about somebody that tried to commit suicide? No, I do not think so, Dr. Dan. But like I said before, I'm not going to report you. I'm just trying to look out for you because I care about you. I want you to be able to provide for your family and live this big lifestyle that you're living. We 
got to keep up the image, Dr. Dan. We got to keep up the image. Number three, don't believe your own hype. This is probably why I got fired from my last stint on Bubba show. I came back from the mental institution and I was a dick because you want to know why? Bubba blew my head up. He gave me this inflated sense of ego. He would say, you're over, kid. You're over. You're doing so well. I got out of the hospital when the doctor said I was supposed to take the rest of the week off. I came back because I thought that's what Bubba wanted. I was a dick when I should have played it cool. And I believed my own hype because I didn't think Bubba was going to fire me. He sent me home. And then that Sunday fired me through text. But let's break this down into its simplest form, Dr. Dan. You technically are paying to be on the air. Yes, you are a brokered talent. And brokered talent, if you do not know this, is you're paying to play. You are paying to be on the air. It's a great thing. Bubba, you are Bubba's bitch. You are paying him to be on his show, give him content, and help him out with the ratings. And people are probably like, oh, Tuttle, you're making this stuff up. You don't know what you're talking about. No, yes, I do. Dr. Dan and his brothers and Jeff Giorgani used to come on the show once a month to be a special guest and take legal advice and give medical advice. But Bubba did not have them in because they added content. Content. No, Bubba had them in because they paid to play. They are a paid advertiser, and that's why they were on the show. Tuttle, what do you mean he's paying to play? He's paying to be on the air. Have you heard Dr. Dan and Babyface do their Thursday night show on Bubba Army Radio anymore? No, because they paid for that. They're now paying to do their appearances a couple of days a week on the AM show on Twitch, Bubba Army Radio, and all the affiliates. Number four, do not bring a knife to a gunfight. And what I mean by that, Dr. Dan, is on the air, my words are like a 45 caliber with hollow points ready to blow the back of your head off. Learn to pick your battles. Just like you wouldn't, as a lawyer, if Johnny Cochran was still alive, you wouldn't try to challenge him in a court of law, would you? So why challenge me? That's why I made the comment about the golden mic. Let's be honest. If you weren't Bubba's friend, Bubba would have clowned the hell out of you for having a golden mic. You know it. I know it. The listeners know it. If you were not Bubba's friend, he would have clowned the goddamn hell out of you for even coming in to his studio with a golden mic. I've said everything I need to say on that topic, but one of the things I wanted to talk about is a radio legend in Orlando. Yes, I've been spending a lot of time over here on this area. The last 10 years of my life, I've basically spent most of it in the city of Tampa or their surrounding areas. One of the guys that I had seen on a daily basis in my 12 years of working at Clear Channel, which is now iHeartRadio, is the one and only Johnny Magic. Yes, the Johnny Magic that's famous from the Doc and Johnny Morning Show on XL 106.7. And I'm not saying Johnny owes anything to Doc, but that's where they got their start. But Johnny now has shaped a career for himself away from Doc and Johnny on Johnny's House, which airs on XL 106.7. But he had some tragedy happened to him this past weekend. This is one of the things like I fear and think about all the time is would I have the whereabouts to get out of a burning house? Unfortunately, Johnny's house burned down this weekend, but Fortunately, all of his family, pet, wife, everything got out of the house and they're safe. It was a complete 
and total loss of his house. Nothing survived, but all the things that can be replaced were destroyed. All the things that can't be replaced were saved. So that is the most important thing. But updates and news coming out. Fire at DJ Johnny Magic's home likely started in Chimney, officials say. Orange County, Florida. A fire that destroyed DJ Johnny Magic's house this weekend is believed to have started in a chimney and spread from there, according to Orange County Fire Rescue. Public Information Officer Mike Jenkels said it appears the fire Friday night on French Oak Drive began in the chimney after an outdoor fireplace was being used. From there, the flame spread. The 30-year-old DJ, wait a minute. I'm sorry, Johnny. You're a legend, but I got to call the news out on this one. My ass, Johnny Magic's 30 years old because I'm 40 and I know Johnny Magic is not younger than my white ass. So, yes, you need to do a little bit of fact checking. Who did this local news? I was going to call out local six. I can't even call anybody out about this because I don't know where it came from. But shame on you to call Johnny Magic a 30 year old DJ. See, when I first started working at Clear Channel, which is now iHeartMedia, XL was not a part of the cluster. They came in at a later date. So I think I was there like a year and a half, almost two years before Clear Channel ended up buying. I think it was Paxson. I could be wrong. I think XL used to be a Paxson communications or Paxson broadcasting property, but Clear Channel bought it from them and XL became a part of the cluster. And everybody, when they came over, were like, holy crap, Doc and Johnny's coming over here. And everybody in Orlando, if anybody tells you in Orlando, Orlando that they did not know who Doc and Johnny was. They're a goddamn liar. But something you might not know about radio, if you're just an outside listener, a casual listener, every radio personality, no matter if it's a talk show host, co-host, producer, disc jockey, talking up records, they all have egos. And Doc and Johnny, I'm not saying they had egos, but they were a big personality. And they came over and they thought they deserve respect. Now, I worked on the show, The Monsters of the Midday at the time, and these two intellectual properties did not get along at first. They were like oil and water, and it was about a year of nonstop back and forth cutting on each other, talking crap about each other, doing bits, parodies, songs. It was brutal. I mean, it got brutal. And then, you know, Russ basically lost his stuff on the air one day, called out Doc and Johnny because they made a joke about maybe somebody getting shot at the TM Ranch during the Phillips Files Celebrity Tournament shoot-off. Yeah, it got real. But fortunately, the two intellectual properties got together and came to an agreement and they became best of friends. They worked on a lot of local charities. They helped promote each other. I know Doc and Johnny helped uh, the Monsters promote Kicks for Guns. We helped Doc and Johnny promote Baby DJ, which is, I think, the idea of Johnny Magic uh, came up with that idea, which they help a lot of families in need during the holidays with presents and stuff that they need to have a great Christmas and provide that for their kids. Now, I am a big college football fan and I'm going to compare the coaching tree that they always use for Nick Saban about all the coaches, assistant coaches that have worked for him that have either gone on to the NFL or, or gained other college football coaching positions. 
I'm going to go through the Doc and Johnny, preferably the Johnny Magic coaching tree or radio broadcasting tree. Let's go through it now. One of the biggest names to branch out from the Doc and Johnny show is Buckethead, also known as Jason Bailey. Jason has worked on 101.1 WJRR. He went to Tampa to work for a little while. He did nights at Real Radio, moved to middays at Real Radio, and he's found his landing spot right now in Atlanta. He's at, he's killing it. He is absolutely killing it in a top 10 market in the United States of America, and he's found his spot, and he's having success I hope nothing but the best for Jason. But his sidekick, yes, I'm kind of giving you sidekick parameters here, but Hyla, Hyla was on the morning show. He was aboard up for Doc and Johnny. I haven't really kept up with him that much, but as far as I know, he was working for E! Television Network, you know, the ones that does like Talk Soup and all those other trashy tabloid shows. I think he moved out to California and that's where he's working. And if that's true, good on him. He has a successful career. But last but not least, Jade Donovan. Jade is hot. What can I say? She is the total package. She has the look. She knows how to work social media. She is great with the people and she knows how to rock the mic. The last time I saw her was, well, I'll give you the history. I worked at Clear Channel, iHeartMedia. She came on. She was on Johnny's house as Johnny's co-host. But she did that show, and she was doing a lot of stuff, and she left uh, Johnny's house. And then I went over to Tampa, and she was working at Hot 101.5 and had a really successful career up there. And then the next thing I knew, the last I heard was that she is working in New York. And you know what? God damn it. That's the number one one radio market in the country. So good on you, Jade. That is the Johnny Magic Doc and Johnny coaching radio broadcasting tree. So this past weekend, I've been trying to do as many local podcasts as I can. I want to appear on any local podcast. So if you want to have me on your podcast, local TV show, I don't care what it is, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I will do your show. But this past weekend, I got invited on a heritage show. I wouldn't, I don't know if you would call it a heritage show, but people in Orlando know about this show. And that's Tots with Ross. I guess they call it. It's got a couple of different names, Ross. I got to talk to you about that. You need to stick with one name. Do not have two names for your show. It confuses people. Tots with Ross or the Orlando show, whatever you're trying to call it. But Ross McCoy, you know, Ross L. Ross on Twitter. He used to be a part of a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. But he, for some reason, left. He started doing stand up. I know he does some trivia nights around. But he started a podcast with SomaCal. And you know SomaCal. He had a lot to do with the web board and the old TKS web board and website. He had a lot to do with that. But L. Ross, Ross McCoy, sent me the address to this place to go to. And the closer I got to their studio, I kept thinking. I kept having deja vu. I kept thinking, I've been here before. And you know what? When I got to their studio, which was at a house, I had been there before. I had been there before. I was not a hallucinating. 
I thought I was having a mental breakdown. I thought I needed to go back to the hospital, but that was not the case. I used to take Kristen, my wife at the time when I was married, I used to take her over to Soma Cal's house. They used to do a podcast and they had, would have her on as a weekly guest. So yes, it freaked me out that I did not know when Ross gave me the address to their studio. It was going to be the same place I used to take my ex-wife to. But I got there. I did the interview. It was great. And I got to tell you, it made me feel great because Ross called me kind of, sort of, a radio legend. You know, the questions he was asking were great and a lot of stuff I did not remember through my radio career. But yes, I've done some pretty big stunts over my radio career. Yes, I should be a lot further than what I actually am right now. But due to some unfortunate circumstances, I am out of work right now. But I'll get back. I'm doing this podcast in the meantime. But I want to thank Ross Search, I guess, Orlando Talk Show or aka Tots with Ross. It's L. Ross and Soma Cal. They do that show. So hopefully that's enough information for you to find out where to find them at. We recorded this weekend, but they're kind of backed up. I practically had to beg to get on this show. I would figure if Ross thought I was some some type of radio legend, he would have invited me on the show without me having to ask. But I technically invited myself on the show. But I'm not going to pit my head down. Down in shame, I take pride in trying to promote this new project with Tuttle TV and Tuttle.Podomatic.com with this podcast. Guys, I really have to admit something, and I usually do not do stuff like this. I don't like to troll. Yeah, I'll occasionally put a tweet out there that I know that I don't believe the bull crap that I'm putting out there, but I'm putting it out there to get a reaction. This past weekend, if you watched the last YouTube video that I put up, go to TuttleTV.com. That's Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E TV.com. That takes you directly to my video page, which is my YouTube page. And I put up nothing but pure clickbait. I went to the smartest person that I know in the park, which is not hard to find. Anybody with an IQ over a certain level is smarter than anybody in Oak Hill, especially Volusia County. But Professor Ken, who is from upstate, who is a veterinary of science, he is a doctor, he is a professor of veterinary science. I talked to him about the coronavirus. But yes, I went on and did this video. It's about five minutes long, and I titled it the real truth about the coronavirus trying to shock people then to tag it and in the description i looked up the top 10 related words when it comes to searching the coronavirus i put all of them in there pandemic the real name i think it's 2019n-cov is the name of the coronavirus, the technical name of the coronavirus. And I put all those in keywords, China, people died, UK. Would you believe that UK is a top search when it comes when people are looking up the coronavirus online? If you just look at that, you can you can play the system and look at things that you Google and find out the related searches that people are looking up that lead them to coronavirus and these certain topics. So it's very, very easy to find. The tools are there for you to use, so use them wisely. So the only real reason that I brought this up was for me to plug my YouTube channel, which is TuttleTV.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E-T-V. 
Com that directs you right to my YouTube page. Check it out. I think it's pretty goddamn cool that I got Tuttle TV. It takes you right to that site. Yes, I know it's only YouTube, but it's TuttleTV.com. Speaking of YouTube, I should have up another video here tomorrow or the day after. This is kind of what my schedule looks like. Every day, you'll be able to count on Monday through Friday, a 30-minute podcast. You're going to get at least a 30-minute podcast. It could go a little bit longer, but I just want to give you 30 minutes of nothing but straight content. Yes, I can talk for it. I've done four hours by myself working nights at Real Radio 104.1 when I was just a part-time employee. They came to me and they said, hey, we got a new nighttime show coming in, but we need somebody for a week. And we thought it would be a great gimmick to pitch you on at nights for Tuttle Talk. I did Monday through Friday, 7 until 11, all by myself, running my own board, hosting, no call screener, no co-host, no lifeline. Yes, I did have a 16-second delay, but that was it. It was a struggle. The first day was a struggle. It got better as the week went on. I got way more comfortable and I just did not give a damn about what anybody thought. And then the callers came in. The callers came in. So that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is I would rather give you a good 30 minutes of me talking. Yes, I do put, I do edit post production because why wouldn't I? It's only a 30 minute show and I want to tighten it up and make it sound the best that I can. Now, if you guys just want me to talk and not edit anything, yes, I can do that. But I'm trying to give you the best product that I possibly can. All right, guys, I got to wrap this up and I got to get out my plugs or I would not be a responsible broadcaster. I don't have a lot of sponsors, but I do have one coming up the pipe. You can follow search Drunk Cowboy on Instagram or you can do Stitch You Up search that on Instagram. You can find those. Those are his two Instagram accounts. He's going to have a website up really, really soon. So you'll be able to check out his stuff. I've got some Tuttle merch coming up and you'll be able to order every bit of that. I'm still debating on the Bubba Rex t-shirt and I probably won't do it because I said I won't burn any bridges and I've gotten a lot of replies from you that said, yes, that would be burning a bridge. If you want to take a comment or you need to get a hold of me for something, or if you want to be on the, a guest on the show, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. You can go to my website with all my links, all things Tuttle, Tuttle.net. Everything video-wise, TuttleTV.com, or you can go find this podcast, Tuttle.Podomatic.com. Listen, guys, I'm not on the radio right now, so I can't support or promote any of the stuff I've got going on right now. It's all because of you and a word of mouth. You telling your friends on social media, sharing it on social media, your friends share it, and it spreads. And that's how people are going to find out about this content that I'm putting out. All right, guys, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for all your support, for the people that message me, the people that have donated to me. Yes, I forgot about that. PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I am going to keep all my content free. I want all of you guys to have it. I want you to share it, give it to people. I don't care what you do with it, but please, 
If you feel the need, donate to the cause. Yes, it would be nice to be able to make money off of this, but most of this money is going to go back into the podcast as an investment to make the quality better. The content, I think, is there right now. You guys have been liking the content, but I think my sound can be better. I think if I had a better microphone and maybe even a computer or some Wi-Fi, some Wi-Fi would be wonderful. So any of the donations that you make to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio is going to go back into making the quality and content sound so much better and look better across all platforms, YouTube and the podcast. Thanks for listening to episode seven of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Please share with everybody Tuttle.podomatic.com. That's Tuttle.podomatic.com. It should be up on iTunes anytime soon. As soon as it's up on iTunes, I'll let you know because I know a lot of you guys use iTunes. Have a great night. See you tomorrow.